Hello, this is Johnny Tacos. I've always been a lover of music. The way the drums beat as my heart. The way the guitar sings louder than the vocalist. And the way the song is written. You would think it was how each word just coexisted with the other word. Music has always been a tool for good and evil. Music has always been a way to soothe the heart, to mend the broken, to relax the unnerved, to scream out the angry, and to worship. So please join me as we take a trip and we listen to these wonderful musicians with their art as well as their love songs to God. And I am Johnny Tacos, and this is Origin. Origin. Johnny Tacos wanting you to come to see the handsome men of Christ on Facebook Live. Yes, you get to see Filthy Rich, Eric Kirby, John Coffee Man Douglas, and of course, myself, the Taco Man Supreme, where you get to listen to Christmas music. The reasons why Christmas are will have so much fun and so many more. So, Look forward to seeing you next Saturday on Facebook Live, 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 What's up? This is Johnny Tacos here with another exciting episode of Origin Stories. I have Jesse from The Satire here. But before I get to this interview, I just want to say I hope everyone had an awesome Thanksgiving day. Myself, um, had a pretty eventful Thanksgiving day coming home from Thanksgiving. Uh, it seemed like everybody wanted to crash into everybody. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, our hour trip turned out to be a three-hour trip. So, you know, um, we'll just pray for those ones that got in a wreck that everything's okay. And, you know, the speaking of Thanksgiving, you know, people seem like they don't have anything to be thankful for. And unfortunately, we live in a world where bleak and depression really rules the the airways and the and the uh, videos and you know things like that. And it's it's coming to a darker place. But here at the Johnny Taco Show, we try to be funny. We try to carry on, have a good conversation, uh, great testimonies from the guests that I have here. So. Um, just what well, we try to be the beacon of light because God is going through us to help other people. So we try to be a beacon of light in this uh, dark, dark times that we are having. But just remember, it's just a season and this, sh- this too shall pass. I just want to give a shout out to the number one fan of the Johnny Taco show. Filthy Rich Williams. Hey, Filthy Rich, uh, see that you're sporting our shirts. I appreciate everything you do. 
I appreciate all the stuff you do behind the scenes. You're the number one for this month. So everybody give a round of applause. Hopefully I can hit the right button, but I doubt it. Okay, well, uh, suddenly he um, he didn't make it. Okay, well, anyways. Uh, and I also just want to say is if you do want a T-shirt and it's Christmas time, everybody likes a gift, you know, and if they don't like a gift, you can force them the gift of the Johnny Tacos origin story shirt. I have it on sale right now. When you buy one, you get one half off. So altogether, two shirts for $30. You can't beat that with a bat. And that just reminds me back in the old 80s with uh, Pop Goes the Weasel. You can't beat that with a bat. Uh, all right. Anyways, enough about this. Let's get to Mr. Chicago Man himself, Jesse, from the satire. What's up, Jesse? Hey, thanks for having me. So I listened to some music from y'all. It just re reminds me a lot like Kill Switch Engage, where you had like your you're screaming and then you had your clean volks uh and and i love it don't you know don't get me wrong i'm not criticizing i love i love that kind of music you know it's mm -hmm. energetic it it gets you on your feet it gets you ready to you know get your day going and, and usually that music right there is what i listen to in the morning because i dread going into work so i just turn it up and and then i got a hold of your album and then it was like, wow, you know, I found an alternative to secular music I found in Christian music. So I just wanted to give you some kudos real quick about that. Thanks. Thanks. We're all about layering vocals. You know, uh, I'm kind of a limited uh, vocal delivery myself. And um, I, I like having different tones. I like having different, uh, different uh, vocal styles. So when we um come to writing music i i know in band who can do what type of delivery so when we are writing we're always thinking about the same way you layer guitars you know how do we layer vocals so that's cool i appreciate um the comparison because kill switch are very good at what they do yeah and i'm a big howard fan so i I, I followed him after he had uh, departed from kill switch to his band that keeps changing names like so, the torch yeah you need to check out um blood has been shed then i think it's one of the heaviest uh bands ever and it's his first band prior to kill switch it's yeah that was good. like back in 98 wasn't it mm -hmm. yeah 98 see i know what you talk see yeah. Yeah. but uh enough about them we're here to talk about the satire so and to talk about them, we got to get to know a little bit about your history. Um, how long have you been um, in the music industry? So I've been in bands in one way, shape, or form since 2002. So for a good chunk of time, I'm one of the younger guys in the bands. Um, so there's, there's two of us that are uh, under the age of 40, and we knew each other from the suburbs of Chicago. We were in bands that played together a lot, but through... Um, that connection to the, my bass player, Brad Demlow, I um, uh, was asked to join the satire, but I've been in and out of bands over the course of 20 years. Uh, I've done different things, done show promotion, done booking, done, um, you know, just like 
work in the streets, the DIY stuff. Uh, what I do now for fun is something that I've always kind of done, but now I'm kind of uh, doing it to just give back, I guess, is um, I have a YouTube channel that I run, a uh, live uh, concert film off of that I record. And it's just kind of a repository of stuff going all the way back to the early 2000s to current. And I like having that there because you know, those moments, they get lost once you leave if you don't have a way of preserving them. So I try to put my fingers into a lot of different things musically. Um, it's not all band, but I've been doing bands since 2002. So has has they all been uh, a Christian-based kind of bands, or have you focused on other, other uh, genres? So you always have that argument, is it Christian or is it... Christians in a band. And for me, I just, I, I like Ryan Clark's uh, from Demon Hunter, his answer. He's like, dude, we're Christians, so it's going to be in everything. Um, I, I can't speak for everybody I've been in the bands with, but um, as a vocalist, typically I'm the lyricist, and I have always had that vein of faith is in everything I do. So when I write, whether I'm trying to write, you know, a song that's focusing on faith and God or some element of that relationship or i'm focusing on just like a situation that uh, is driving the writing process it leaks into it no matter what because it's a part of you now some of the bands have been in over time you know people are in different places some people believe some people don't but the message of the band at least through the lyrics has always been faith in in like origin if not in focus you know that that right there is like the most honest answer i heard all year you know you can you can be a christian band you know you can worship and your lyrics don't have to always reflect um say his you know his name but it, mm -hmm. but it it's like a a i want to say a vehicle mm -hmm. that, that pushes his his word the way he um the way he loves, the way he forgives, the way, the way that Jesus was, it, it, it's like a vehicle. It, the words just push through, and it re, uh, resonates in people's hearts. So, yeah, the 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 EP we most recently put out, we called it uh, the dialogue, and then the full length we're going to do is the, the conversation, and that's simply because Brian and I we talk a lot. You know, Brian's Brian's the the focal point of the band. Brian was in the Blamed, and Brian has been in almost every band in, in creation. He's got his fingers in everything, and he's been around the block quite a bit as a person in this Christian underground music. And he just he's seen the good and bad of repping the Zenian faith boldly, or not represented enough at all, or at all. And he and I talk a lot about and. How, how do we want to present ourselves? And really, our, our whole goal is just to present conversation. So that's reflected in the title, the dialogue, and then the conversation. You know, our, our songs are honest. Our songs are like, you know, God never said life's going to be easy. God said, I'm going to go through with you whatever you face. What? what and when you're a Christian, you can't. it's not going to be easy? You know, that's people what said, Jesus said. That's what Jesus said. Because people so, people say that, oh, you're a Christian now. You get to walk on clouds and be happy and go lucky and smile 24-7. Yep. You don't—it's not like that? No. No, at least not in mine. And if it's not 
like that for me hopefully i'm doing it right but if it's not maybe it's something to fix it's something that i i usually talk to with a atheist and Mm -hmm. other people of religion where people think oh you have to be smiley and happy and and loving and and all well you have to be loving of course but um no it's it you have to use your wisdom as well Mm -hmm. Uh, and and i think those things are natural outgrowths of the presence of the holy spirit in your life so if you're not walking close to god those things may not be coming as much but you know I mean, you, you see it all throughout Scripture. People are confronted with very ugly situations. Now, the presence of God carries them through, and the presence of God can bring joy and peace in those circumstances. But in if you step back and look at the situation, like, wow, this really sucks, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And there, there's a lot of that idea presented in our music. So, and And that's what I really, really enjoy listening to your music, is I can feel the presence not uh, you know it's not every word is is saying you know jesus 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 but you get the feel of it you, yeah um it's just like you you don't see the holy spirit in front of you you feel it you feel the holy spirit you um you hear it you know it's, it, faith is a is a weird thing to do because so many people always want to go by with what they see than what they feel and uh, we live in that so, uh, society where people see with their eyes because uh, you know we're, we're on uh, technology everything's visual so mm-hmm. but uh, yeah that's what uh, that's what I really love about your music um, I was listening with my producer uh, Chris from Hard Look we were listening to your music and and, and they were saying, "Yeah, I can feel the I can feel the presence in every every song." So, you know, it's it's really awesome. It's a it's a great great feeling to have, and and plus, it's in my neighborhood. the The music's in my neighborhood. You know, I used to love listening to, uh, you know, heavy heavy stuff such as you know Kill Switch, uh, tr- uh, Trivium. Even uh, asking Alexandria, and you know, then when when I first, when I saw there's Christian music that that is the same kind of genre as it is, it, it opened my mind to say, you know what, this is awesome. I need to tell people about this. I need to go out, and, and that's where origin stories come from. Mm-hmm. That there are so many great and talented artists out there in the Christian world that plays the music that, that people wouldn't expect a Christian to play. And they, and they play it through the heart, through their heart, through their soul, and everything is positivity and love. And some, some stuff are stern love. If you listen, if you ever read the Old Testament, oh, yeah. that is some hard stuff. I told, uh, I told uh, Chris, I said, your next uh, album should be all Old Testament. Maybe that'll make some of the uh, Catholics a little bit happier because they, you know, they love that Old Testament stuff. So, but um, how many albums have y'all had? So, Brian is kind of a, a student of the music world, and I just read an article recently from Corey Taylor from Slipknot, and he said, or not Corey, but like one of 
guys in the band was saying they don't even know that they're gonna be releasing albums anymore they're they're like we're living in a post album world and you're starting to see that more and more bands are going to singles or bands are going to eps and that's kind of where we live um we've we've got a couple different eps so i think inside our catalog plus, plus um the band is like generational the band goes back to the early 2000s and i'm only in the most recent incarnation of the band so with me and it there we've got a couple eps but prior to me there's um, a couple eps floating around it's always been a side project band to the blamed and because uh the blamed is the workhorse they've got like this massive catalog and we've got a smaller catalog but in total i think there's like maybe 12 15 songs floating around past and present so there, there's there's stuff out there you, you can do your homework and find it so but the the most recent stuff there's a couple eps floating around i i tell you one thing i do miss the times of cassette tapes where they had the b side and the a side they had like so many great music that um, unfortunately the radio didn't play but it, it's timeless pieces you know if you uh, listen to like Queensryche, if you if you listen through all their music and they only play like a a fraction of their catalog and everything that they sing they sing through their 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 heart and their soul as well as y'all do and every song is awesome and people tend to only focus on what the radio goes the radio does so um, we actually just put out a tape um we put out a very limited run of tapes because they're kind of a new underground fad again they're coming back and it, to me it, it makes me laugh because they degrade over time but we we just uh put one out it's got our most recent single the common bold and it's got the early incarnation of it from like 15 years ago on the b-side so you can hear the current version you can hear the version with uh, with a different singer from about 10 years ago that, that right there that that's really smart um I don't have a tape deck or I would have went and bought one. I, I haven't had a tape deck since uh, uh, my second to last car. Uh, hey, I, I had to hunt one down. I, I hunted one down about two years ago. It took me about two months to find a good one. Yeah, and and, and I believe that a lot, of, uh, a lot of great sound comes from a tape um, because you can get everything in there um i'm not dissing cds even though cds are obsolete really nobody really uses a cd you go to a, a new car there's not a cd player you have to specifically ask and that's like an extra two grand to the uh to the car so yeah, that's funny so um but yeah we live in a world of mp3 so i guess uh i guess we gotta what evolve or or die off I'm going backwards, man. I just got a VCR. I'm I'm collecting VHS, and I did, like I said, get a tape deck because bands are still putting that stuff out, and I buy CDs on Amazon or through Facebook every week. So, well, so I'm, I, I'm I'm degrading in the wrong direction. <laughs> my brother, my brother decided to do the whole retro thing. He has a whole little gaming system and an old tube TV. He has yeah, I do too. And I, I asked him. I said, "What do you want for Christmas?" He goes, "Well, just go to the go to the pawn shop and just pick up some Sega Genesis games yeah. or Nintendo games. It don't matter." 
Yeah. But a lot of that I, I love that stuff. A lot of that stuff is coming up pretty high price because yeah. pe- people are actually trying to reach for the old times because the newer stuff we we uh we live with has so much uh politics stuff into it. It's not a rel- it's not an escape from real world anymore. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. So um with with this music um do y'all have any new music coming out? So we've got a back catalog, a back catalog of things we're working on. Um, it, 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 we're kind of in a bit of a hiatus at the moment because um, uh, Brian is going through some recovery time right now. Um, but uh, we have stuff that's in the tube that we're working on, probably another EP worth of stuff, and then the bones for things that we could put together down the road. So there's some stuff that we're just waiting to put like the rest of the pieces together on. We got to add guitars and I think vocals and a couple things. So once we get to that place where we can record again, we will be. Time to open up the vault. Yeah. The Walt Disney yeah. vault. No. Brian <laughs> is such a writer. He's He's got all kinds of stuff just like stashed away. So as we progress through things, he's like, okay, here's the next piece to work on. So there's a back catalog of things to hit. You know, I I pray that he has a smooth recovery and he comes back to 110 uh, percent because you know it's it's a shame to have such a talented uh, writer and such a talented artist to be uh, in recovery. So yeah, yeah, he he's uh he's making progress. So and. Uh, Y'all have a merch. Uh, it's it's actually on the Blamed website, right? Yeah, yeah. And the, the the Blamed and the Satyr are kind of this incestuous mix. You're never totally sure who's in what band because everybody sings and or performs on everybody's material. Like I, I I did one EP for the Blamed, um, like three or four years ago. They did uh, like a revisit of an older album that they wanted to. Um, like just kind of freshen up so i did that and then half the time the members of the blamed at one time or another have done either live recording or um played shows for the satire so it's just kind of like one group of eight people that were just all swapping space from time to time yeah it was like you like you said earlier in our earlier conversation it's like a hockey like hockey you know you switch it out yeah, so that's why everything's on the, the Blamed website. Uh, to me, it kind of sounds like the Pearl Jam and Temple of the Dog kind of uh, kind of thing, how they yeah, worked hand yeah, in hand. Yeah, I can I can see that too. So, um, yeah, since you're on hiatus, uh, is there still, uh, you know, any kind of uh, things going on in the mix? Um, do you have any more merchandise coming up or is there any surprises or um there's been some conversation with uh the karen collective which is um it's not the karen it's the the, the chiron he uh Eric, <laughs> um so if, if anybody Uh-oh. knows uh the the chiron collective or the karen collective however you say it, it that's um the label we're affiliated with currently and he's the former owner owner of pluto records and they're the guys that broke Asley dying and Norma Jean. So um, 
he's been talking with us about uh, doing some more vinyl releases. Right now we're just in conversation. So we'll see where that goes, you know. Um, as far as like merch, uh, we because we're we're kind of um, in the the back forty of our of our musical like lives. We do this for fun. We uh, we'll play like a like once or twice a year. We get together like once every month or two to work on stuff when things are in full swing. Um, because like I said, at, at thirty eight, I'm the second youngest guy in the band. So everyone's got careers. Everyone's got kids. So all that to say, merch and stuff like that, we have some designs we really like, and we put those out. And as the the stock uh, like starts to thin out, we reload. And then uh, every now and then we'll add something new. So like we're not always burning through it to get new merch because uh, we're, we don't sell at the pace that bands that are playing out on a regular basis. But we do get stuff from time to time. But the most recent conversation was that uh, vinyl that we would be talking with uh eric about so we'll see what happens you know just keep checking back on our facebook where that's where most of the news comes out of yeah and you you're also on Bandcamp as well mm -hmm. um so so if you want to you know follow them on Bandcamp, you know it's the satire chicago right satire chicago yeah yeah, yeah. those uh uh, you can go on there and follow them, um, as well as the Facebook under the satire. Uh, where did the name the satire come around? I know you're 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 like a 2.0 right now, but uh, did you ever sit down and talk to Brian and see how how it came along? Brian's very tongue in cheek. If you ever talk to Brian, you're gonna see he's the most friendly cynical person you'll ever meet so he he's always playing with things the initial incarnation of the satire uh was born under the name the blamed is dead because it was formed out of the blame one of the one of the times the blame broke up um so they kind of played that played out under that name as a just kind of a placeholder um, at the time, there was a, a couple people in the band who were really invested in the style and the persona of the scene. Uh, and if you remember, that's like early 2000s, like 2004, 2005. So like under oath, like the swoopy hair yeah. and all that stuff. So it was just a, a stylistic name. I think uh, one of the more um, poetic guys in the group came up with it and it stuck. So it's a good name. It fits Brian's personality because with Brian, everything's satirical. Yeah. <laughs> um he he everything is terrible Brian but just because it's his personality, you know, he he's fun but he's always poking the bear. So and sometimes you need to poke the bear, you need to step on some feet to get yeah. to get things going. So yeah. But uh yeah, if if y'all would like to purchase some merchandise, go to the blameband.com slash the satire store, which is like right where the store is. And then right underneath is a little small thing that says the satire. So, and I, I'm looking at some of the stuff. It, I really like the shirts, but me, I'm a big guy. And um, I wear three XL tees because I'm 6'6". Six, six. I'm, you know, I'm built like a, a tank. And, boy. Yeah. And uh, band shirts never fit me right, so. Mm -hmm. That that's why I usually just stick with the hats or the patches 
or mm-hmm. even a poster. Well, um, I think we got some hats still. Yeah, so we, I see had the, some, we had some uh, a little while back. I see the trucker hat. That looks yeah, pretty that stylish. That's very stylish there, yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, um, if y'all would like to um, hear them out, you can listen to them on um, any of the major streaming services. Uh, you can also go on their Facebook uh, to get news. I want to thank you, Jesse, for being on the show. Um, Thanks for having me. And I want to thank all the new listeners that happen to come upon come upon here thinking this is a recipe show. I don't know how you can cook things on on the radio. It's, I'm not very good at following direction visually, let alone, you know, through my ears. So, But, no, the only uh, nourishment I get is the nourishment of Jesus Christ through the testimonies of myself and my guests, as well as the the bickering that I sometimes do. Um, with And to all the listeners that listen to this uh, show, because we're coming up close to the uh, end of the season, uh, I was really blessed to, to have my first annual Metal Grace concert. It came out really awesome. All all the bands were there. That uh, I want to thank y'all so much for driving as far as um, Indiana to uh, to come down to play and to lift the name of Jesus through metal. Uh, there's not a lot of metal venues. There's not a lot of concerts that. Um, that that are strictly christian based so it it was a treat for me to do it but i didn't do it just for my own device i did it because christian metal needs to be out there more and needs to be out there because it's it's for jesus it's for for god it's it's for a path a, a more lightened path to give um but all the diehard listeners that listen to here you are the sour cream on this Taco Supreme. I appreciate y'all. Y'all don't know how much I appreciate. Um, remember, December 10th is my Christmas special with the handsome men of Christ. And uh, it's going to be funny. We're going to have a lot of great uh, guests popping up. Uh, we, we're going to do some... Uh, we're going we're gonna to do some prank calls on a couple of band members. Um you know, I'm not going to tell who it is because then they'll then they'll uh, block me. So, but uh, it's going to be tons of fun. But uh, just wanted to let y'all know that um, anything that happens and you feel down, you feel out, don't worry. God is there. He's walking with you. Um, if you need someone to talk to, you can always uh, reach me or reach my guest uh, through Facebook, not the phone. That'd be just weird through facebook um come out uh we could talk about it we could pray about it um and if you have a testimony you want to share on my taco tuesday testimonials uh you can just hit me up on the johnny tacos podcast at gmail.com let me know and i can set you up for your testimony on tuesday that's why it's called taco tuesday testimonials uh with with that uh we're gonna leave with a song, The Presence, from the satire. So God bless you. God keep you. Don't have yourself a good day, sir. Have yourself a great one. I'm out. Bye.